0: free shipping always delivered in discreet packaging so rethink your bedroom routine go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout miller and get you know the discount 50 percent off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts that's miller again miller this episode is brought to you in part by noom forget one size fits all diets With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's n o o m.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold.
1: If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only four ninety-five a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how.
2: Oh, Glenn! You're like our star picture. You were t- blew the roof off the of sexy liberal DC. You're gonna, you know, rest. You're gonna rest your arm during Chicago sexy liberal tomorrow, and then you'll be back for sexy liberal LA October twenty sixth. Yes,
1: you're bringing me out of the bullpen. I appreciate that, Steph.
2: <laughs> Someone posted your super hot football picture again yesterday on Twitter. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> So, oh my God, we're just in a good mood, right? Because it's been a good week for justice. So where do we even start? So I this is a legal term, but Judge Deary has had very enough of Donald Trump's bull at this point, it seems. Is that legally am I, am I saying that correctly?
1: Yeah, what a colossal miscalculation of Donald Trump to recommend Judge Deary to oversee, you know the review of the documents he stole from the federal government because you know the adults are back in the room when it comes to the federal judges that are now presiding, both the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals and in New York, Judge Deary, that are now presiding over Donald Trump's crimes. And yeah. I'll tell you, Donald Trump is in deep trouble. D- D- Judge Deary told him, put up or shut up when it comes to these ridiculous claims that the FBI planted classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. So we are now on a very good track In this litigation
2: well it is the stuff we all laugh about but you're right when this meets the cold hard day of of a courtroom and a judge how are you how could you declassify stuff that you say the fbi planted I mean, it, it's all of it. I mean, just the it gets more ridiculous by the day that, oh, I declassified it just by thinking about it. I mean, it, it's this 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 is what happens when, you know, you meet the uh, the law right in court. You can't say all the stuff he says on Twitter and whatever his lawyers say on TV. Right.
1: Yeah. And you know what? He may think that momentarily this nonsense plays with his face, but Donald Trump's every word will be admissible against him in court as a statement of a party opponent under the rules of evidence. So part of me says, let him keep talking.
2: Right. Well, yes. And you said by simply thinking it into declassification, Trump didn't even have to use the cone of silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hard to know what other terms he might, he might throw out. But so let's talk about, um, you said in reversing Judge Cannon's horrific ruling, the appeals court states that what was obvious to everyone other than Judge Cannon. So tell us what happened on that front.
1: Yeah. So, you know, usually in my experience, Steph, appellate judges um, usually go easy on district court judges when they think that the district court judge like Judge Cannon made a mistake. They use all these gentle euphemisms to suggest the judge could have come to a different decision, not the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, including two Trump appointees. They slammed Judge Cannon. They said things like, she arguably abused her discretion by even exercising jurisdiction, by even wading into this this territory where she used her judicial power to tell a co-equal branch of government, the executive branch, the Department of Justice, the FBI, do not investigate Donald Trump's crimes as they pertain to these classified documents. I mean, when appellate courts say you abused your discretion. You should not have even exercised jurisdiction. That's the appellate court judges basically saying, you are not very good at this judging thing, Aileen Cannon.
2: So uh, so obviously that part, because I, I mean, how can you not make a case that this is national security, that that right. part must go forward, right?
1: Yeah, and she's apparently a classified documents denier. She said, I, I don't even know that I believe the Department mm-hmm. of Justice and the FBI when they tell me, including in sworn affidavits, that they seized more than 100 classified documents from Donald Trump. So I said, maybe somebody should ask her who she thinks won the presidential election. Is she an election denier as well?
2: Right, right. So you also said important new data point. Trump's lawyers refused to tell Special Master Judge Jerry if Trump actually declassified anything because it would hurt their defense to the merits of any subsequent Mm -hmm. indictment. Uh, Hang in there, friends. Indictments are coming. I mean, it says to me, Trump's lawyers... No, he's going to be indicted doesn't it
1: yeah what a tell when they when they use as a basis to refuse to answer judge deary's question the fact that it would hurt them in defending donald trump when he's indicted come on now you don't have to read between the lines there and i said this may be the first time i ever agreed with any of donald trump's criminal defense attorneys yeah. that indictments are
2: coming yeah
0: There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland,
2: OK, let's turn to the let's turn to Tish James, because that's just fun. <laughs> you said it's a good day for accountability and the rule of law. First, New York AG uh, James brings a suit against the Trumps for rampant fraud. Then the 11th Circuit reverses Cannon's ruling. Let's uh, the DOJ resume criminal investigation into classified docs. But let's I mean, let's talk about this Tish James thing. I I have to say, as much as we sort of knew all this, I mean, Michael Cohen laid it all out and brought receipts to Congress. I I, I think even I was sort of stunned at the breadth and depth of what she laid out yesterday right it it is not not
1: only that but you know she is my hero at this point because the way she presented it in her press conference you know no no histrionics but boy there were some hard facts that we can all grab hold of and understand um so when she says things like you know donald trump committed fraud and it was and it's a crime by the way and that's why we're referring it to the U.S. attorneys in Manhattan, the Southern District of New York, for potential prosecution. And that's why we're referring it to the Internal Revenue Service for a criminal investigation into his federal tax fraud. But she said, you know, he did things like claim in, you know, documents and records that he certified that his apartment has 30,000 square feet when it has less than 11,000 square feet. You know what? It doesn't take an accountant or an engineer to figure out that is criminal. When you're making those representations to banks or seeking loans or for insurance purposes, that's flat out fraud. So you know what? She's got the goods. She's got the witnesses who can deliver the goods. And this certainly puts a nail in the coffin of the Trump organization. And it will hold accountable civilly, not criminally, but it will hold accountable Trump Don Jr., Ivanka, Eric, Alan Weisselberg, and Jeff McConaughey.
2: But Bill Barr says they're just children, and that's not fair.
1: Well, if Bill Barr says it, I guess we should all take it to the bank, because he's <laughs> never been known to misrepresent anything in his zeal to defend Donald Trump. Yeah.
2: So much for his rehabilitation yeah. tour. Um So, Glenn, uh, where where was, uh, sorry, what was the thing you were just talking about? Is there's so many questions with, like, each, there's so many things happening at once, right? It's hard to even keep track. So, because we were talking about the Trump lawyers in D.C. court about the January 6th investigation yesterday. And um, I just loved hearing that someone besides you and I is impatient within the Justice Department. Lisa Monaco (laughs) apparently is pushing uh, them to, you know, that that's what that meeting was about. is about the J6 investigation.
1: Yeah, let's pick up the pace because, you know, we've got the boots of the insurrection under control. I will be attending and covering for MSNBC the first, um, the first seditious conspiracy trial, which kicks off this week, jury selection on Tuesday. Um, so we're making our way through the boots of the insurrection. But for gosh sakes, let's start indicting the suits of the insurrection. I can't understand why we've seen no indictments of treasonous lawyer John Eastman, Or, you know, nefarious DOJ lawyer Jeffrey Clark, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Flynn, you know, and the others. Let's start getting after the suits of the insurrection. And I think that's where DOJ is headed next.
2: How does Sidney Powell get out of, speaking of which, uh, skipping her grand jury appearance in Georgia? Which, by the way, that's another whole— Another whole like part of the Georgia thing. The grand jury wants to ask her about an involvement in an incident in South Georgia, the, where video shows people being led into the county elections office to download elections data from voting machines and an election server. Um, state investigators call it criminal behavior. Sydney Powell paid for all of that, and she just doesn't show up. So yeah, yeah, Sid, Sidney
1: Powell. We got a runner, you know. And I, let let's let's. Uh, <laughs> She's let's slow though. She'll never. She won't get her. far. See the hound dogs running through, you know swamps tracking down the kraken i mean this has all the makings of a holiday uh, of, a, of a hollywood blockbuster isn't right? someone gonna say she won't get far on foot <laughs> yeah we got a runner yeah she, she won't get far so <laughs> i suspect they're gonna say oh there was some confusion about the date and yeah. she'll appear she did not want to be running from the georgia law enforcement authorities that will be Stop. assigned to to lock her up for failing to appear before the grand jury
2: yes well, so speaking of lawyers, I, Donald Trump continues to be a prosecutor's dream, right? I mean, this, this Hannity interview, it's not just laughable, right? It's also, he tried to say, oh no, we had disclaimers on all those things. You know, to, and yes. Michael Cohen said, again, BS. There's no, there's no disclaimer to you know banks or insurance companies or whatever, right?
1: Yeah, and, and first of all, the 11th Circuit took on the declassification nonsense. They said, first of all, There is zero evidence that he declassified anything. And more importantly, the 11th Circuit said declassification is a red herring because whether he did or he didn't, he still stole the documents. So, you know, I don't know what audience Donald Trump thinks he's talking to when he says I can magically think documents declassified and poof, they are declassified. But what I can tell you is the way prosecutors will use that statement in court. Those statements that maybe I thunk them declassified is actually an admission that he didn't declassify anything. Because in 2019, Steph, he declassified some things and he did it in accordance with the rules, procedures and protocols. Everything got yeah. stamped, declassified. So he knows how to do it. So these ramblings on Hannity are actually admissible admissions.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So tell us what this in effect means, because basically the headline is Trump appointed judge backtracks on our previous ruling after 11th circuit delivers stinging rebuke, as you've been talking about. But so doesn't that mean that Trump didn't achieve his major objective, which was delay? I mean, it's they're going forward now, right, with the um, classified documents. Yeah, he did. not He delayed it for
1: a couple of weeks, which is pretty much all, all he did. But but the other thing that's really good that I think we can tease out of this is the 11th circuit asked him to file his brief responding to the government's assertions on Tuesday. It was a 40-page brief. On Wednesday, the 11th Circuit said, you lose. DOJ, go back to investigating those classified documents. So the federal courts seem to be rising to the moment. They seem to appreciate the urgency of doing everything promptly, rather than playing Donald Trump's game of delaying things endlessly, trying to run out the clock.
2: Yeah. Um, let's talk to one more thing before we uh, move on, because I this obviously where what you got famous for on The Daily Show, even more famous than you already are <laughs> talking about Ron DeSantis and uh, kidnapping and the term uh, in Um But you also said him saying, oh, well, we need to do it from Texas because there's not many people coming in here just in onesies or twosies into Florida. And you said this may be the single worst defense ever to the federal crime of kidnapping by inveiglement. Looks like DeSantis is going to go through some things. Um, tell us what you because you also said directly to the doj on twitter you said please doj take this on these asylum seekers were following the rules set for them by the federal government they were lied to deceived and misled by state government officials then transported across straight lines this is not merely cruel it appears to be criminal so what do you think's going to happen because yeah DOJ is different it, it than a texas me. sheriff or yeah
1: It reminded me of the Muslim ban when people who had done everything our country asked them to do on the immigration front took off in airplanes Mm -hmm. and then Trump signed that hateful Muslim ban. And when they landed, they were, quote, illegal. They were in violation of the United States laws and procedures. That's obscene and abusive of human beings. What DeSantis did is the same thing. He took asylum seekers who were doing precisely what we asked them to do. When they come here seeking asylum, and Ron DeSantis committed crimes against them. He didn't just pull a political stunt; he victimized them. He took people who were doing everything right in accordance with what we asked them to do. He kidnapped them, yeah, by lying to them. He transported them to a place, Martha's Vineyard, where he then dropped them with nothing. He re- he revoked and reneged on every promise he made to them to get them to move from point A to point B. That's why I said, it. and I investigated cases like this, that is kidnapping yeah. under the federal law. When we think of kidnapping, we think, okay, you tie somebody up, you throw them in the trunk of your car, you take them somewhere to a, to a home and you do horrible things to them. Yes, that is kidnapping by physical force. But if anybody reads the federal law, there is kidnapping by inveiglement. Funny yeah. word I know, but all it means Is that you cause somebody to move from point A to point B by lies, by deception, deceit, by false promises. The reason I said, DOJ, please take this up is not because they were asylum seekers or there are necessarily civil rights violations, but because it directly violates the federal law of kidnapping another by inveiglement and transporting them across state lines this yep. is not that tough a case to yeah prove.
2: yep <clears throat> um i was gonna yeah i was gonna say the doj is looking like lucy and ethel in the chocolate factory between what tish james dropped on their doorstep <laughs> yeah. and this um real quick it seems like uh Al- alvin bragg was woken up from a nap of some sort <laughs> by tish james as well what do you think's happening yeah. there he was like what huh? oh no we're i'm still on it we're on it <laughs> i mean yeah too if little may, too late nothing sport, else but... right if nothing else it makes him look really bad. I mean, it how did really Manhattan, how did I, I Manhattan not? Tish, a, yeah.
1: I think Tish James highlighted the um, the really, I'm, I'm trying to find a nice word that won't get bleeped. The really poor decision Alvin Bragg made yeah. when he decided to kill the Donald Trump investigation, which he did over the objection of really experienced prosecutors who advised Alvin Bragg When he arrived as district attorney at the Manhattan DA's office, we have enough evidence to both indict and convict Donald Trump of crimes. He said, I'm not feeling it. And he killed the investigation. Well, Tish James has highlighted what a poor decision that was. And Bragg is playing catch up or at least pretending to play catch up by saying, oh, wait, 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 I'm still investigating Trump. Yeah, we'll see.
2: Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Glenn Kirshner, I uh, thought it into uh, existence. I thought it. I thought it. And then I declassified the information that you will also be at Sexy Liberal L.A. along with Chairman Adam Schiff and Rob Reiner. October 22nd.
1: I can't wait, Steph. I can't wait. We can't wait either. See how I did that? I just,
2: right? My superpowers declassified that information. Love you, Glenn Kirschner. Love you, Steph. See you guys. All right.